welcome to episode 53 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. All right, so spoilers here. We're going to spoil the crap out of Arrival, one of the big surprises this uh, this year. Um, uh, and we'll get the boring stuff out of the way right now. <clears throat> right now it's sitting at 93% with an overall review of 206, uh, which is pretty high. Wow, that's um, phenomenal. I don't know what the box office numbers are because we're kind of recording this a little bit earlier than than we can actually get any numbers for the weekend. So um, short on the boring stuff uh, this time. So we <laughs> basically wanted to see this because word of mouth coming out of some kind of festival or whatever said we should pay attention to this movie. Me and you talked about it briefly offline, and I went to go see it opening night. You just finished watching it now. Yes. What's your initial reaction of the movie? Um, very, it's, it's like a sleeper hit. Very surprised. Um, I, I really, really liked this movie. I really liked, um, uh, a lot of stuff about it. It was a, it was a slow burn. So for those of you out there that are expecting like action and all this stuff that it doesn't have any of that, it's very like thought provoking, um, intellectual, uh, type of movie. And it makes you think, um, but uh, I, I liked it. I thought the performances were were fantastic. It was a great cast. Um, really good. Uh, pretty good twist at the end. Um, so yeah, what what was your reaction to it? I I fucking love this movie from beginning to end. Um, the the <laughs> way that the way that he the director um, who is uh, off the top of my head it is uh, Dennis. Uh, how do you say his last name? Villa, Villa Nueve? Villa some, something. Yeah. We should, um, probably, we should probably do our research before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should ask Siri how to say, say his name. Um, but uh, I, I I loved the way the film looked. Um, I loved the the sound, the special effects in the in the, in the movie. Oh, yeah. uh, before I forget, the, the sounds of whales made me think of Star Trek, uh, The Voyage Home. In this movie, yes. it happens a few times. Um, all the actors and, and, and actresses are great in this movie. Uh, great job by Amy Adams. I loved the pacing. I know it was a slow burn, but I loved the pacing. And uh, I don't know when you figured out the ending. Uh, spoilers again. But I figured it out like like 45 minutes into the movie or an hour into the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, at the halfway point, I figured it out. And, but I wasn't like 100% sure. Um, but that was, kind of, f- that was kind of me too. Yeah. What a fucking great movie because it, you think it's like about aliens, but it's not it. The, the aliens is just like the shiny box to actually make you think about this amazing thought provoking moral compass that this guy's trying to do. So basically what it is, is every movie that you've ever seen about time travel and, you know, we talked about it in Let's See Here with the Flash and, and Back to the Future. There's that James Belushi movie or John Belushi movie where he mm-hmm. actually hits the baseball. Remember that movie? I think oh. Linda, Linda Hamilton was in it. Um, it's a yeah, wonderful life. He... It's kind of like a, it's a wonderful life also. Uh, so yes. basically all those yes. movies, all those movies, it's always, you know, the grass is greener on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you go back and be like, oh, I didn't hit that home run. Well, now I'm going to hit that home run and now like my life seems great like i'm the president of this like i'm 
doing the Belushi movie. I'm the president of this company, but like my wife's cheating on me or wants to kill me. Like I'm not happy. I have everything that I want, but I'm not happy. And then you you wake up from the dream or whatever, and all of a sudden you realize how great your life is. Well, this movie doesn't do that. This movie, this movie says, <laughs> this movie says I'm going to show you your life, and you're going to go through hell. And would you choose? Basically, the 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 question that the movie gives you is. If you knew your entire life laid out in front of you, you could see it. Would you change anything? And right. And and for Amy uh, Amy Adams' character, who is I think Lucille in the movie, or Louis yes. uh, Lu- Louise, sorry Louise Louise. Um, she basically has spoilers again. Has uh, she realizes that? Well, it kind of kind of twists things. You think that her daughter dies in the beginning of the movie. Right. And that does, that's not the case. Um, right. And basically the movie, like she, she's given this power or something from the aliens where she can actually see her entire life. And she sees that her daughter in the future, if she has a daughter, her daughter's going to die of some kind of like incurable disease and it's going to mm-hmm. destroy her life. And she chooses to go ahead with it anyway by the end of the movie. And that, that was like, that was gut wrenching to me because I don't know if any like I don't know about you, but like sometimes I think about like you know what if I did this differently younger or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you you fast forward to where I am now and it's like I wouldn't have my kids, I wouldn't see my two daughters if I I know in my heart of hearts if if I changed anything in my past I wouldn't have my kids, and it's something that Absolutely. like I would never, you know I wouldn't change that. Um, but again, she chooses knowing full well that she's going to put her daughter through hell. She's going to go through hell. It's going to cause her a divorce, and she chooses it anyway. And sorry for spoiling the ending so early into this review, but <laughs> the, 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 the moral story or the moral question that this movie answered or tries to raise is so thought-provoking that like, I, I, I came out of the theater like thinking, like, did I, did I misinterpret this movie? Like, was... That I misinterpret like anything about the aliens or the, the you know the arrival of the aliens, but no, it was just a shiny box to put this like moral question to you, and it was awesome. Yeah, basically, it's just, it kind of questioned like you know if you have free will, like you have a choice that you can make, and if you saw everything laid out in front of you, like you knew what was going to happen, would you do it the same way, or would you change it completely? And she she actually poses that question to Jeremy Renner's question to Jeremy Renner's character, and he kind of comes back with like this kind of half-ass answer. It, it's not really yes or no. He really doesn't know, but she chooses full well knowing that she was going to end up with him and have a kid. The kid was going to have cancer, and at some point, he she tells him. This is my understanding: is that she tells him that she made the choice full well knowing that they were going to have a cancer kid. And that's why he left her because he's like, right. you shouldn't have made that choice. Like yeah, you made you, the wrong you choice. Yeah. It. yeah. You made the wrong choice and that's why he left. And they did a brilliant job of like, you think these are all flashbacks. Um, uh, I'm looking at you arrow. This is how you do flashbacks and <laughs> lost. Um, fantastic. Well, technically I mean, these are not flashbacks. They're not, but you think it is the first half of the movie. Actually, for quite a while, you think 
it's a flashback. And well, it kind of reminds they, me. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Because like, yeah. it, because like 75% into the movie, it's finally like, or 80% into, actually no, like 90% into the movie, it's finally basically, not spoon fed, but it's given to you right there that it's it hasn't been a flashback and she didn't, you know, her daughter didn't die in the beginning of the movie. She's basically right. just telling her entire story and saying like, and then you find out at the end that she was given this ability to see her entire life. It's really brilliant. I I can't think of any, I mean, there's a lot of movies that, that I feel like it pulls the kind of, not the theme itself, but, but some of the aspects like, you know, interstellar and like, um, uh, memento and stuff like that, where everything is told, you know, backwards and forwards. and, And, but, but you, you're looking at these things going like, oh, these are flashbacks because there are points in the movie where she comes up with answers to questions that she has to break, to, to solve problems, to try to get to communicate to, to these aliens. And so she keeps pulling information from the past when she was with her daughter. But you find out that none of that stuff had happened yet. Like she was looking in the future for those answers and then pulling them out and answer. Cause she's already done it basically. So it, it's a trip. I mean, the whole ending, when the revelation came to me, I was like, my heart just like jumped. I was like, Oh my God, like they had me, they totally had me, you know? And, and they just did that, that yeah, really I mean, cool twist. The, the beautiful thing about this movie is that you don't realize what the theme or the overall message of this movie is until that last, 10 minutes of the movie. You're thinking yeah. that this is about, you know, governments working together and her overcoming the death of a child. And it's, it's so not, it's not even close to that. I do have a nitpick in this movie. And my mm-hmm. nitpick is why the fuck do the Chinese have to be the ones to be the quote unquote, like bad government <laughs> in this? Yeah. Why couldn't it have been the Koreans or something? Or any, why did well, it have to be? <laughs> Because like because throughout the movie they were like listing like the 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 places that were yeah you know, Russia this. and I was like okay so uh, once again I I know it's an American movie but once again it's the United States coming to everybody's fucking rescue like in in that aspect it's really close to Independence Day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the only totally. thing. That's the only thing that like that resembles Independence Day is is just the fact that the United States figured it out and we'll save the world and everybody follows suit. And that to me was kind of like that, that kind of like kind of blew along with the whole, the China thing was like, Oh, the way that they portrayed the Chinese government or whatever um, was pretty or shitty. Like, let's just destroy. They're like, Oh, the aliens is saying something about a weapon. Let's destroy them. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instead of There's trying like, to figure it out. You never really, fi- they never really tell you why or what the Chinese scientists to figure it out um or they misinterpreted like the 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 translations mm-hmm. but but again it, it didn't really matter that wasn't really the, it was basically hiding it was like the um it was like the paper you know like when you give a present and you give right. it a, a gift bag and it's got the, the not the what's the that to, the tissue paper like the mm-hmm. the whole government and the whole you know, people, the whole country working together or, or countries working together was like the, the tissue paper. And when you get to the last 10 minutes of the movie, you find out what it actually is about. I, yeah, I, love, it, I love this movie. I mean, there, I don't know if I could sit through it again knowing the ending of the movie, but 
you know what? I lied. I, I think I, I think I want to sit through the movie again because I would love to. It's, it's almost like, um, when you watch seven again and you know the ending and the ending's so freaking yeah. good of seven, but to watch the movie again and to watch his inter, like his interactions with him during the drive to the, uh, you know, to the, uh, out of, in the middle of nowhere when he's mm-hmm. saying all the shit to Brad Pitt, it's fucking, it's so much more gut wrenching when you realize that he's just fucking with him the whole time and he knows like it's, it's worse. It's, like watching seven is great the first time, but it's like gut wrenching watching it the second time because Kevin oh, Spacey yeah. knowing the, the shit that he's saying to Brad Pitt in that movie is, is so sick knowing what chilling. is about to happen. It, but like, but the reason why I say that is because like now that I know the, like now that I know what the theme of this movie is, I would love to go back and just, pick apart like the the cutscenes that were happening and trying trying to see yeah. like what was going on. Yeah, well you could see all the clues, you could see like knowing what you know by the end when you go back and watch it, you can pick all those things out. Yeah, just and like the sixth I, sense. I, I do, yeah, exactly. I'll definitely watch the movie again. I'll, I'll probably give it like 6 months to a year though. I need I need some time away from it. But it was it was a really um very like a surprise to me because yeah, I was all in from the beginning. Everything about the movie yeah. from the very beginning, I was sucked in. Um, I I really enjoyed the way they ramped it up. Um, it kind of dragged a little bit here and there, but but they, you know, they once the ending hit and the message hit, it was pretty like you can excuse it. You're like, okay, I get why they did how why they did what they did in the movie yeah. like how they filmed it so it made a lot more sense but um they no, do I mean, a lot of they it. do a lot of like hiding and a lot of uh trying to throw the audience off of what's going on um to what the eventual they ending do. actually or well having actually the is. having the aliens itself helps that helps that that sleight of hand because right. you're really interested in those things and what, what the hell are these things and what are they doing there? And, and all along there's a little hidden message that's going on throughout the whole movie. And then it right. hits you at the end. Um, but it, so, you know, what's so great about it is that the, the interactions with the aliens, you're sucked into that because it's so beautifully done. Like oh. the, like the, the interactions between Amy Adams and she does a great job in this movie. She's the way they she's amazing and she's really amazing in this movie and it once again it goes to show you like if you have a good actress or an actor and all of a sudden they're in a in a movie that kind of sucks it, it's usually the director or they're yeah. like or you're Nicolas Cage and you're just film, film you know phoning it in because <laughs> you need tax money but because Cage can act but you know when he's like kind of phoning it in because he needs the money but like because Amy Adams like you know famously now is Lois Lane and she really doesn't have yeah. a lot to do in both movies, but she's so good in this movie, so freaking good. Yeah, I'm so glad they finally gave her something to chew on. She did uh, just a fantastic job. And Jerry Renner, Jeremy Renner's always great, pretty solid. And Forrest Whitaker was solid. Uh, it was a good. It, it was just a small cast, but it was really good. Um, yeah. The, the the one nitpick that I have um, it has to do with the so there's a little subplot going on. Um, with information being leaked and you kind of figure out like, Oh, it's this one like soldier that keeps leaking information. Like, and then at Mm. one point they plant a bomb in there and it blows up and almost kills them. The aliens actually end up saving them. And one of the aliens dies in that explosion. But, um, they never really dealt with that. They never like, 
I know the movie's not about that, but it kind of like that loose end kind of bugged me. I was like, I wanted him to get to get his. I wanted him to get in trouble or something. You well, know, but. well, as far as the aliens go, they knew it was coming. So I don't know if you picked yeah. up on that. They they knew it was there the whole time because because they have that same ability that Amy Adams gets at the end of the movie, right? Throughout the movie, so they knew that that was going to happen and. You know, here's a here's a mind fuck too. Is I think it was Costello that died, um, mm-hmm. in it. He knew he was going to die, and he fucking went there anyway. Yeah. So, yep. I mean, think about that for a second. Like, we're talking about Amy Adams, like you know, her, uh, Louise having a kid and getting a divorce because of the cancer, and and her knowing that having the kid was going to give her cancer, like that that alien like knew that he was going to die that day and he could have stopped it, but he knew that if he stopped it, he knew if he stopped it, he wouldn't have been able to to help Amy Adams or drive that. That would have driven Amy Adams away from what she needed to do. So he just stood there knowing that he was going to die. Yeah. That's, Oh man. It's so, that's crazy to think about. I mean, it was also crazy to think about, like I was trying to figure out what they were talking about, but the aliens said like, Hey, in 3000 years, we need your help. So, you know, we're giving you this, this gift to, to see ahead of time, to be able to write the language and write that book, you know, which she eventually does about the hep, what are they called? Hep, hepatopods. Yeah. Something like that. Hepatopods. Something like that. Yeah. So really, I mean, it's neat. This director's awesome. I don't know if you've seen some of his other work, but if you haven't seen the movie Prisoners, you've got to watch that. That's with – um, is that with Hugh uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman? Yes. It is yeah. so freaking good. Yeah, and Terrence that. Howard. Really good. And Sicario, which is fucking phenomenal. I didn't That's see that really yet. That's really good too. That's with – Emily uh, Blunt. And Benicio Del Toro, right? Yes. It's so freaking good. And uh, believe it or not, he's doing the Blade Runner sequel. Comes hmm. out next year. They're filming that right now. Interesting. So, yeah, I'm I'm really hoping I I have high hopes for that movie now. Now that I love the I way he films movies too. Guys. You can I didn't see Sicario, but I, I did see Prisoners, and you can see the way he frames a shot. Yes, um, like there's there's purpose in in I mean there's purpose in everything a director does, but the, the the way that he framed this movie, um, especially with the wide the wide shots of the the camp and it just always shows you just enough and, and puts you in this, like this, this world that they're, that they're in. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it's our world, but like, there's just something the way that he filmed in this movie, the way that he did it, that just puts you right in the mood of like, holy shit. Like, it, like, so there's no like giant special effect when Amy Adams is about, or Louise is about to go see the ship for the first time, like up close, right? She's going to Montana. So, but they choose in the movie to to film like the, the scenery instead, right? Yes. And you only and they, see the shell like five seconds, but there's like three minutes of scenery. Yes, they don't they don't do it in Independence Day or any other movie that came before it where they're like focusing on the ship coming. Like for a long time, they didn't show the ship. Right. You know, it just said this was happening, and you're and. So they did. They did something different, and I like that. I, I like that they just showed people's expressions. They showed the scenery, all that stuff. And then when you finally, when they finally reveal the ship, it's not like front and center. It's like way in the distance, you know. Right. And so you see this. And it's beautiful very landscape. simple too. It's very, very simple. simple design. 
I mean, the, it was weird to see the aliens, but the aliens were done like really well. Like the special effects in the movie are done really well. And I guess they, they were able to spend that kind of money on a movie like this on the special mm-hmm. effects to do it really well. Because sometimes if you're doing a, a like a heavy CG movie, the CG just looks really shit. Cause you're, you know, stretching the dollar there. But because right. this movie is based on conversation and thought provoking. And the, again, the aliens are just there for a shiny box to give you the real good stuff. Um, they're able to spend that money on really great CG. Like when the first time you see the alien walking out and there's a close up of the, like the joint where it is, cause it goes a little mm-hmm. bit higher. It just, it's just gorgeously done. Everything about this movie yeah. is great. They're creepy looking. I, I thought, God, what are these things? You know, but they're, they're completely original in the way they communicate with the, once they got them, they were like drawing symbols and stuff. I just fucking love the way they were doing that. Um, it was, I did really too, cool. but it reminded me too much of the ring. So it kind of creeped me out a little bit. Yeah, it did a little bit. Now there's a lot of, st- there's a lot of, you know, um, stuff that they borrowed from, you know, I saw again, some interstellar. I saw some, uh, slumdog millionaire came to my mind because she kept getting the answers that she needed from the supposed flashbacks, you know? So, so I got that out of it. Um, you know, a couple other, probably a couple other things, but uh, contact of course was the one that came to my mind a lot, but um, I thought this was a little. This better. is so much better than Contact. I know you love Contact. Yeah. I did not. <laughs> I, I do. I do like Contact for what it is, but that was all about the aliens. This, this is something different. This is much deeper, way more intellectual. Yeah, I think the it other literally one, has nothing yeah. to do with the aliens. Literally nothing to yeah. do with the aliens. They're kind of a catalyst for for the 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 question that is posed. Um, just, I mean. It's and and like you said before, like once you know, like once the the thing hits you at the end, and you know everything that you know, you ask yourself the same question: Would I go through all that again if uh, you know, I if I know that this heartbreak is coming, would I go through it again? You know, would I do that, or would I do something completely different? And I think majority of the people out there would probably say, especially if it had something to do with a kid. They would probably say, no, I would, I would do that again because, you know, you, you've, I mean, having a child is like, a, it's like one of the most amazing things you can do. And so I think, I think, erased, I think, in my, I think in my early thirties before I had kids or in my late twenties before I had kids, I would probably say no, but because I have kids right now, I would do it and not think twice. I think it depends on what it is, man. Like if you're like, oh, I know I'm going to have sex with twins in the next two years. Yeah, that I need that to happen. <laughs> I need that to. <laughs> I don't want to change that. Yeah, but the way, but the way the the way but that kids, arrival yeah. poses that question is: yes, you could have sex with twins, but your dick would fall off. Would you still do it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Arrival arrival poses that question where there is no there is no grass is greener. It's not greener. No, your no life twins. is going. Sorry, your life guys. is going to be hell. You're going to be happy for ten years, for t- ten or twelve years. You're you're going to be miserable for you know three of those years, and for the last two of those years, you're going to just you you're going to want to die. With yeah. Your, with your with the pain that you're going through with your with your daughter in, in the movie, so you know they're really happy in the beginning, unbelievably happy. At that point in time, she tells 
you know, Ian, who was Jeremy Renner. Then she gets sick, you know, and then, you know, and and then she dies. So there's, she, she chooses a lifelong of misery and being alone and, and dealing with her consequences for a small amount of bliss. Well, um, what does that say about Jeremy Renner's character? Like, like, mm. Is he kind of justified to like leave? Like he's like, oh, you made the wrong choice, and he just bails on him. I just thought that that was kind of, I don't know. Well, I mean, that's the that's the well, I mean, that's the great thing about this movie, right? Like, but I mean, because on face value, you're thinking, wow, what what a scumbag father or husband that he just bails, right? But think about it for a second, knowing full well your wife knew and made this choice Mm -hmm. without consulting daughter suffer you, yeah. You know, it's yeah. not that like it's not like saying like, you know, I, it, it's so it's so there's so many more levels if you actually just sit down and think about what he had to go through, knowing yeah. that she had this ability, knowing that she asked he asked her to have a child, right? And like nothing for not even for a second did he think that having a child would would lead down that path, but she right. knew she knew not only would it destroy him. And her individually, but it would destroy the family too. Like it would break them apart. She knew all of that, and she still did it. Yeah. Now well, she loved that child so much that she was willing to do. But that. he. But it but that's hard. the great thing about it is because they showed yeah. those cutscenes when they finally revealed who who Jeremy who the husband was, and you saw yes. the you saw like the love that he had for the child. So when you think about that, that he was unbelievably devoted to to Luis and unbelievably devoted to to Hannah you know like and to know that like your your wife made that decision without saying like we could be happy for 8 of those years but it's going to destroy us and she right. kept it to herself she selfishly kind of kept that to herself i think i can use the word selfish there um yeah i think so but she i mean now she has a chance to do it all over again. Would she tell him, or would she just? No, she, you know, I mean just, that was that was her choice. But yeah. I mean that that's her character's choice. But the but the great thing about this movie, it, it makes you think. It makes you sit there and think, like, okay, well, if I'm Jeremy Renner, would I would I bail too? Would I be that mad that I would, you know, divorce her and and be pissed? Because like when when she, when she, it's not revealed that. You know, it's kind of hinted at, but it, it doesn't really say because there's something that happens like towards the it's in the middle of the movie where Hannah says, how come daddy doesn't look at me the same way anymore? And I'm thinking because at that point in time, you don't know that he's not looking at his daughter, not because she he doesn't him. not because yeah. he doesn't love her, but it, it's because that she loves he loves her so much that he knows what's coming. Yeah. And the pain that he's but and the pain that he is feeling for her for the future. It, it's like gut wrenching, like like knowing what? like you're looking you're looking at somebody that you know is going to die. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we that's... we all die, but like, I mean, think about try to try to be Jeremy Renner for a second and knowing like, I think that's like, a just say your kid. Reason. Yeah, I mean, say your kid it's... is like ten years old at that point in time, and that's when you're told, and you know you only have six years left with that kid, and every day. Like, yeah, you want to love that kid every single day, but in the back of your mind, you're like, how are you not going to break down and cry in front of that kid or or be just right. completely sad? And that kid's not going to know why you're sad. 
you know, he's not he or she is not going to know like why why is Daddy looking at me like that? Like does does he not love me? And it's the exact opposite. He fucking loves her yeah. so much that he can't stand the pain. Right. So he leaves. I mean, yeah. I'm, that's, that's it's it's so on so many levels. This movie. I mean, I don't know if I'm gushing too much about this movie, just because of like the way that it makes you think outside of like outside of like what the movie is. Seriously, yeah. aliens have nothing to do with the theme of this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. I mean, they just kind of serve as the shiny, you know, like just the 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 backdrop or the you know that kind of thing. Um, and it's like I said, it's beautifully shot. The music's great. I mean, the beginning when you first see the ship, they have this really eerie whale type music. Yeah. That now, now that I look back on it, going shit, that was pretty awesome because the aliens can't before they they start communicating by drawing, you know, in the air, they um, using like that ink. It's almost like octopus or a squid or something like that, like shooting ink out. And then it like forms a symbol, but before they're able to do that, or they're doing that with her, they're making these noises and she's trying to like figure out what that means. And she can't figure it out. So she tries other means to communicating with them by, by drawing letters and all that stuff. So the whale sounding, you know, now everything that they, that the director chose to do in this movie, it all makes sense. Like by the end of the movie, everything that you just saw was like, Oh shit. Like this is awesome. Like everything makes sense. And like, you can go back and watch the movie from beginning to end and you'll catch every little thing. I'm sure. Um, that makes it even better. And here's so, a great, here's a great part about it. Like, I mean, we're about what, almost 30 minutes into this, into this review for, for arrival. And, I was just thinking, like you know, we've seen some really shitty movies this this uh, this summer, and it mm-hmm. it really is like we've had this conversation off offline where if it's a great movie, there's like there's there's only so much you can say about how great this movie is. When it's a shitty movie, you can rant on forever. <laughs> what was our longest podcast? Like in almost two hours for Suicide yeah. Squad? Or, yeah, yeah, Suicide Squad so or Batman v Superman, one of them. But like. But I'm like, I'm trying to think of other things to say about this movie other than the fact that this fucking movie is so good. It's so good. And I hope you, it's I, just hope, good. I hope who, if you're listening, like you actually saw this movie because before you, before you sat into this, uh, started listening to this review because, it, <laughs> because the, the, it would, it would be like if you, if somebody ruined the sixth sense ending for you. <clears throat> and, and, you yeah. Know, so yeah, I I would hope I would hope you guys watched it before you listen to this because it it really is worth really is worth the watch. Um, it, there's not a lot of movies out there like this. Is uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's mostly I would say mostly original for sure. I mean, it borrows some things, but it's so well done um, and just beautifully shot. Music's great. The cast is freaking amazing. Um, and I mean, this I, one we, just, we, like we I both, said, came out of left field. Just we totally both came out love, of left field. we both love the, the, the niche, the genre type movies, like the, mm-hmm. the popcorn movies, even though they're not, I mean, yeah, they're still popcorn, but some of them are really different. Like civil war was phenomenal more than a popcorn movie, <clears throat> but, but I live for movies like this where, where you get out of the theater and it, 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 it affects you in a way. Like mm-hmm. that you didn't think before. Um, um, there was another Zootopia was another one when I walked out of the theater. Yes, it's a cartoon, fuckers, but I understand. I understand it's a cartoon, <laughs> but the themes in that movie, the themes in that movie, you know, they're not as 
thought provoking as as a rival, but the themes in Zootopia made me think a lot about things, um, especially if you have a, if you're a parent. So I love I live for movies like Arrival, where it's beautifully shot, it's wonderfully acted, and at the end of the movie, when you walk out of the theater <clears throat> or hit stop on your Blu-ray player, you sit there and you just constantly think about the movie. The first, like I saw, I just I didn't see it the first showing; I had to see it the second showing, so I didn't get back to like twelve thirty in the morning. Oh and gosh, so, <clears throat> yeah. So <clears throat> anyway, so I took a shower, and instead of like going straight to bed. Because I was exhausted, all I did was read reviews and see if I missed anything in the movie. I did that too. I like did that I, for a good I mean, solid hour. Too. I think I was. I think I didn't think I could. I went to bed till like three a.m. So yeah, that's I, how much I loved the movie. That I stayed up for another two hours just reading about this movie to make sure that I didn't miss anything. Isn't that interesting? There's not a lot of movies that will make you do that. Like, um, you know, usually you get out of a movie and you're like, oh, that was pretty good or that was shitty, and that's the end of it. You don't say anything. But, like, this movie, when you got out of it, if you, especially if you went with someone to it, you're talking all the way home about it. And then, like, going to bed thinking about it, waking up the next morning going, oh, shit, yeah. Blah, blah. That's one of these movies that's really thought-provoking. It's not mindless entertainment. Like you need to be present and watch this movie. It's very intellectual, but it's so well done, and the themes and everything resonate big time. Especially if you're a parent, or you're always I don't know worrying about the future or, or thinking about this or that. This is a great, great movie. Especially since after the crappy election we just had. Sorry, I mentioned <laughs> it, but this is one of the, I mean, this was the perfect escape for me tonight. Because because the last couple of days have just been just a shit storm of bad news all the way around the world, and so this this was a really good uh, two hours to get away from all that. And I didn't think about that shit once. I was really really just pulled into this movie. Um, all right, which so is, which is so, awesome. Yeah, so I, I think we can probably guess our ratings, but. You go through your ratings. Go through your, your uh, chainsaw rating sure. and your this and is, then your. Uh, diversity rating. This is definitely in the top five movies I, that I've seen this year. It's definitely for me. I, I would say five, uh, five lightsaber. Sorry, five chainsaws. I'm already giving your rating. Five <laughs> chainsaws uh, across the board. Um, diversity. You know, it's uh, that's a tough one because I, there's a lot of freaking white people in this, but um, but there are some. Uh, it is a little bit diverse, so I will give it like a, a soft Jan Brady. Um, but again, they, uh, the Asian culture once again is not being representative, uh, especially since they're one of the, I mean, the biggest powers in the world. So yeah, it's cool that they mention them like being in the, you know, in the game, trying to figure out the aliens, but ultimately they were kind of like, they almost fucked everything up. Yeah. So, I think Marsh, uh, the Martian probably did it the best. Um, Yeah. So yeah, so so, so I'd my say ratings are identical rating. to yours. Yeah, my 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 ratings are identical identical to yours. It's definitely five lightsabers. Um, the the second I got out of the theater, other than thinking about the theme of this movie, was thinking where like I would put this at the end of the year because that's mm-hmm. how just how good this movie is. And I thought I had my top three even without seeing uh, Fantastic Beast and Rogue One yet. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if those two movies. Um, are, are really, really phenomenal. I'm going to have a really hard time figuring it out my, my top 10 movies at the end of the year. But um, So five lightsabers for me and definitely a soft jam Brady too. Um, there's there's a ton of 
the the main actors in this movie are are white, but um, I mean there was it was a little bit diverse with with Forrest Whitaker, but and there was an Asian dude in there, but uh, he almost <laughs> destroyed the world. Yeah, you nearly messed everything up. Good job. <laughs> yeah, the best thing I don't know about you, but the best part of it was like the you know the fact that they had the the Chinese people almost ruining this movie. And then in the beginning of the uh, in the beginning of the the prequel or the the trailers, I saw I saw the the Great Wall uh, trailer. I was like, oh, Matt no, Damon. yeah, so that was kind of funny. <laughs> Matt David, yeah. ah, that's funny. Well, cool. Well, that's our review of Arrival. I, I we cannot recommend this more. It's it's fantastic. Uh, do yourself a favor and watch it because next week it's all about. Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, and then and then after that, it's it's winter movies all the way till the end of the year. So yeah, we got some holiday themes. We got Rogue mm-hmm. One. Not that Rogue One is a holiday theme, but since Star Wars will now always be in December, it's fucking an awesome. It's going to be an awesome Christmas. <laughs> it's every yeah, year Star for Wars. sure, man. That I can't wait for Passengers. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that too because that looks pretty original. It yeah, looks I think, fun. T- I think towards the end of the year we got some we got some jam packed stuff, so we might have to release one or two episodes a week. Well, that was episode 53 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Until then, chew on that, folks. Later. <laughs>